0: Hey guys, it's Maddox here. Guess what it is. Did you get us a present? It's our one year anniversary. We've been doing this for one year and that means you owe us presents. And what we ask as presents is that you visit our site, cavernsandcomedians.com. Also, you go on iTunes and you say nice things about us because that's what anyone really wants for the birthday. Just everyone to say nice things about him. Leave us a review, rate us really highly, and maybe hang out and say hi on um, Caverns Pod on Twitter, that would be nice. Say some nice things there, or, or, read read the stuff Kyle says on our Tumblr, Caverns Pod on Tumblr. All night places where you could say nice things, discuss with us, celebrate this momentous occasion together. Matt, it's, you're really desperate right now. I need love. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Last time, the Tudo Perpetuals won the game on a technicality, causing a riot in the stadium.
2: The stadium is on fire, thousands of people are on the field and in the streets around, jubilant and in a frenzy, celebrating the victory of the Tudo Perpetuals and the first playoff qualification in over a hundred years. At the head of this crowd, riding upon their shoulders, is the disguised Fuquimbles. In the crowd, picking her way through the people, is Agata. Still near home, around the Massacar Mamers as they argue... With the umpires over the end of that game, Brody, and above Hank in a gaseous form, is Finnick Fleetfoot watching it all.
0: Float away to safety, little guy. Float away.
3: I didn't ask for that.
2: Up at the head of the crowd, heading towards center field and the clubhouse, Fook, you are sort of directing this crowd. You've managed to keep them away. You can see sort of ahead of you on the field berm. uh, Just... Past the fence, there are about a hundred orc fans who are just dejected. They were ready to celebrate yet another victory. The game doesn't matter so much to them, but they have not lost in so long, and especially not to Tudo. They look angry, but the people around you just look like they are frothing at the mouth with excitement.
4: Ooh, you four-eyes! Pick up that little girl before she gets hurt. Oh, yes. Uh, Is she mine now? Uh, No, good lord, no. Oh, my wife, she's barren. Move me away from that guy.
5: <laughs> excuse me, pardon me. Excuse oh, me, oh, excuse me. Oh, I've excuse me. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm just, I gotta picks her way towards the clubhouse as quickly as possible.
2: So at the clubhouse, uh, the other perpetuals on your team have barricaded themselves in because of the crush of people. They're just going to get in everywhere. People are getting souvenirs. The the stadium is on fire, so people have like an end of the world. We're gonna loot and pillage kind of feeling to them.
4: All right, someone put me down. I've got to go in here for a minute. Can we all come? Hey I'm sure you, most of you can, except for that guy,
2: apparently. Oh, after party! Okay, Fook,
4: let's get inside, quickly. Yes. Fook slips between someone's knees and enters the clubhouse.
2: Yeah, Capona sees that it's you and sort of lets the door open a little bit. and Get in, get in quickly, get in quickly.
5: Okay. Congratulations, everyone. We won. Yes, we won
2: well we we won a few games this year, but we've we won one it mattered we We haven't won a win or go home game in a century or more.
5: Well your luck's about to change with our stuff
2: oh uh, it's in your lockers
5: I gotta goes and grabs her stuff
2: i i I peeked in and there's a lot of weapons there
4: yes, well, we have a lot to do in our jobs as green
5: grocers. Fook, here's your your shield, you know, against weeds and stuff. Yes.
2: So, we've gotten an invitation to the municipal palace for the official city after party. I was going to go. Are you the kind of people who go to parties?
4: Uh, We are
5: now. Well, give
4: me a moment so I can figure that out. Fook picks up his shield and quickly browses through the information there. Hmm. Apparently I am.
3: Meanwhile, outside, Finnick, high above the stadium, watches as it burns and the rabid crowd uh, eats each other alive. No, nope, 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 that they, is not is that was happening. They, okay, great. I, as, as the rabid crowd uh, tears the stadium apart and uh, is just happy that he's in such a peaceful place.
0: Hank goes up to the clubhouse and leans against a window and goes, Hey guys, can you get my stuff? I Finnick's stuff. I'm trying to keep an eye on Finnick. He's just drifting away. I don't think he realizes this. He's just drifting. I gotta watch him.
3: Finnick watches as the stadium gets further and further away. And he just gets more and more peaceful inside.
0: I I don't think he realizes that if I stop concentrating, he's going to fall.
5: Well, I got his stuff. Let's get out of here. Finnick, as he's
2: floating above, it's becoming smaller and smaller. You can see the whole city, but the area around the stadium or what was once the stadium, is full of people. People had come from miles around to... Most of the city came to be close to this game, and now there are carriages upturned, there are buildings on fire, just plumes of smoke, and people are losing it on the streets of Tudor. And Finnick, up above, feels removed from the
3: chaos, as if he is reaching nirvana.
0: Hurry up, guys. I think I'm going to lose track of him. Okay, we're, we're No, that's, that one's not him. That's a cloud. That's that was a cloud, too. I've lost track of him. How, How are I don't they
5: know. going
4: to bring us through this crowd? This crowd seems to want to celebrate with us.
5: Well, let's get them to celebrate us out the door. If they like you. I'll yes. follow you.
2: Yeah, you go that way. I'll sneak out the back.
5: Oh, no. Oh, there's a back? Let's sneak out the back. Are you going to the same after party we are?
2: Well, uh, yes. I was, I was going to.
5: Hank, Hank, get in here. There is a back door out.
0: Can, can, can it be a back door in, too? Because there's a lot of people in my way, and I don't really like pushing.
5: Well, no, they'll let you through the front door. So
4: Fook just... opens the window that Hank is leaning against. Oh, this
0: makes sense. Yes. Yes. Hank clamors through the window.
4: Windows are an opening. They're yeah.
0: like a door, but it, like is high up. Hey, and you is can that see a
4: private it. party room? I'm closing no, this down. Nope, nope, nope.
3: With all of the, uh, the hot air and smoke that is going up into the atmosphere from the fire... Phoenix starts to feel heavier, and suddenly, little bits of him start to fall down to the earth. And a a light summer rain rains onto the burning stadium.
2: This is sort of the bits of his clothing that were also turned into gaseous form. So as he's floating, his clothing is now raining off of him.
4: Hank, why do you look like you're concentrating really hard on something?
2: I'm
0: just trying to keep uh, Finnick's spell still working. Does looking. it still
4: work if I tickle you?
0: And, oh, don't I I tickle just me. I tickle you a little bit? Don't, don't tickle me. Just
4: tickle you like this?
0: Hank's concentration breaks. And wherever Finnick happens to be right now, he is slowly turning back into a solid form.
3: Finnick <laughs> feels his body slowly becoming corporeal and realizes that all of his uh, clothing has rained off of him and he is just a naked halfling floating high above the air, but not for long, as gravity takes over and he plummets to the earth.
2: He falls down, he was 100 feet in the air. There is a crowd that begins to part, revealing the fountain in the center of this square, and he splashes up this suspiciously deep fountain. That allows him to come down and everybody else decides they're going to jump in the water too because now it's that kind of party.
5: Do you know how physics works? Just from 100 <laughs> feet to come kill
2: him. Finnick's
3: bones are broken. <laughs> and Pretty he much. just, he lays at the bottom of this well as the people jump in over top of him and block out the sunlight.
2: And thus ends Finnick.
3: <laughs> he holds his breath in hopes that somebody will pull him out.
2: They're, the crowd is ecstatic that someone just, some naked guy just fell out of the sky into this. So they're pulling him up in the bucket. Finnick, you are now unconscious because the force of this, uh, of the fall was a little too much to stay awake. But they are now going to, much like they were once carrying Fook, they are now parading you around as their party trophy.
5: <laughs> the naked, unconscious halfling. All right. Yeah.
2: I'm sure he'll
4: find his way back. He's done it before. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't know. I don't actually know how high up he was when you tickled me. We I might didn't realize you were that ticklish. There might be a Finnic pancake somewhere.
5: Well, well, let's get out of here first and then maybe go look for the Finnic pancake. And that reminds me that I'm hungry. Okay. We can get food at the after Ooh, party, but yes. we need to get out before the stadium burns. Absolutely. Where's that back door?
2: Oh, uh, it's just right through here. It leads uh, leads out underneath. Uh, usually, people are throwing food at us, and we're quite angry at the end of most games.
4: Fun facts: Did you realize my name was Fook Wimbles?
2: I, I I think I, I see see you. Oh, he this forgets is things. Yeah, sometimes it's works.
5: fine. Just ignore. Just say yes. It's fine.
2: This past couple of days has been some of the weirdest of my life, but I'm going to the playoffs. I'm just gonna roll with this. Just
4: you think your life's weird. I'm covered in tape for some reason.
5: Anyway, let's go. <laughs> so
2: Cap leads you out uh, the escape route that the Perpetuals usually take to uh, escape the ire of a disappointed crowd. And you come out into sort of a side street that is a few blocks away from Beeston's boarding house and the Tabor Hill grounds. There's fewer people in this area, but you hear the sounds of what's sound- like fights are breaking out. There's a lot of yelling and screaming there. are You can smell wood burning. You can smell
5: leather burning.
2: It is... Things have gone
5: crazy.
2: I think we should put a stop to this.
5: I don't think just four of us can stop all of this.
4: Still, this is one of those moments where heroes are born.
5: Well, well, if we don't find Finnick, heroes might die. Would you say he's a hero? I'm I'm being loose with my term hero, but I think we should still find him. I've got his stuff and you can give him his underwear.
4: Yes.
0: I mean, maybe Finnick will just show up on the way to the party, you know?
4: Well, let's find out where this party is. Uh, do you know how to get to this party? It's at the Municipal Palace. All right, when does it start?
2: It was scheduled for uh, 6 p.m. Oh, so we have some time. Look, I, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, this, seems, this seems like a worse riot than normally happens in this area. Well, would you like some company? I'm going to get out of here. Uh, this seems like a worse. I'm just going to go back over that, and you're not going to say that weird thing, okay? I, I probably will. I will see you there. You're on the list. I would leave the weapons. I'm just going to say. I would. Oh, do we need outfits? I was going to
5: wear a conservative dress. Oh, I could get a dress at that pawn shop.
0: Is yes. not like the nicest this uniform is like the nicest thing I own.
5: Well, we'll buy you a dress too, okay? We'll I'm sure all they'll all be
2: happy to see you in the in the logos and all Yeah, that. it's like like a
0: military guy, he wears like his dress uniform. I would just wear like my uh, player uniform.
2: Party's not really for us. It's for the hoi polloi. So I don't know what that word means. Neither I, do I. Think I think it means the the upper crust.
4: Mmm crust. Let's find Finnick and then we'll do whatever else we need to do and find outfits and all that.
5: I believe that was my suggestion. Oh, then you're smart. I have my moments. Let's go. I'm a genius. Yes, you're a genius.
2: So Hank will lead you in the direction he thinks the gaseous form of Finnick was heading.
0: It was either this way, was the way he was going, or this was the, the, the cloud that looked like a duck.
2: The short shorts
4: are very distracting.
0: Well, I mean, they look good, though can't deny that no no i can't
5: are you two talking about your size again just know, is
0: yeah no i got nice thighs
5: yeah oh, okay i don't
3: finnick uh being carried away by a crowd somewhere unconscious just whispers out of his mouth beautiful
2: <laughs> that crowd is chanting
4: naked party
2: boy <laughs> naked party
4: boy naked party boy oh i think i've heard something that i'm interested in <laughs> <laughs>
5: I thought that would be the easiest way to follow. <laughs> Fook runs off. Party boy. Agata Take follows a party Fook, boy. shaking her Take head and muttering, boy. Idiots.
2: Fook runs in the general direction the wind was blowing, so that could have been an easy way to follow, and finds a slightly happier crowd than the one that's behind him. This one isn't at the destructive phase yet, but they all seem tribal. They all seem as though they are in... Um, If this was Haiti, it would be a voodoo frenzy where they're summoning something and they're centered upon a man holding aloft the unconscious, nude form of Finnick.
5: Yep, there's Finnick. Oh, that's him? Okay, well, I'll
4: go get him. Fook disappears into a silvery mist and reappears standing on top of Finnick, (laughs) where he reaches down, lays his hands on Finnick, and revives him.
2: The crowd falls silent. And are now almost worshipfully surrounding you.
4: I've brought you your underwear! Oh, what? Where? I was in the...
0: And then I was giving back my underwear!
5: Why why am I naked? We were going to ask you that. I don't judge.
0: I mean, that's not a typical side effect of my spells, but my spells do what my spells do sometimes. Stop, yeah?
2: Stop grabbing. Stop grabbing. Where's the underwear? Where's the underwear? Get me out of here. Crowd surf it over. No. The crowd I... are now ripping down each other's pants to get at each other's underwear.
4: I think I've found heaven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they are getting very grabby, and some people are pushing now. Uh... They now start to resemble a bit more the attitude of the crowds that were closer to the stadium.
3: Finnick, with his bones back in place now that he has, had been laid hands upon, jumps down and darts his way through the crowd.
0: I don't know. I think we need some crowd control. You know, these guys are getting out of order. Hank casts dancing lights to create some orange flashing warning lights that just sort of dance above our party's head and guide us through the crowd.
2: These dancing lights have turned this into a rave.
0: Oops, am I getting the tone wrong?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it perfect. <laughs> Little Fook is bumping and grinding through the crowd that raises up above his head.
2: The crowd is uh, actually a bit bit happier now. The, the lights are kind of soothing them. Uh, they have all started grooving together.
5: Great. Great, I'm now at the party with lights and a half-naked halfling.
4: And soon a half-naked gnome.
3: As Finnick uh, is darting through the crowd toward Agata, uh, crotches are grinding on butts, and sometimes he gets caught between the two of them. Just, nah! uh, my, uh, my face! Just goes down and crawls along towards Agata, avoiding as much crotch activity as possible.
0: I think this is a good distraction, guys. Let's keep them dancing, and let's just slide away.
5: I'm good with that. Finnick, you got your hand uh, oh,
3: yes.
0: Uh, you 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 hang out a little on the left. Just just give it a little tuck.
3: No, it's supposed to be like that.
5: Seriously, seriously.
3: Sure, I need the rest of my pants. D- you got my stuff right?
5: Yes, I got your stuff. I gotta throws him the bag of his stuff.
3: Finnick just dives into the bag and then comes out with all of his stuff on.
0: That's impressive. I like that move.
4: Ah, thanks. Fook is failing to notice that most of the people he tries to dance with then turn away.
2: Oh,
4: <laughs>
5: Aww.
4: Aww, so sad.
2: but first dance.
4: Why? Why
0: would not most? Uh, Fook, come on back. We we gotta go. But I'm grooving. I I can see you grooving, but we we got some business to do. Every yeah.
3: time Fook starts to try grinding on someone, uh, his face is at their butt level, so he just does the yes, face. Yes, he's grinding.
4: grinding against calves. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Fook, I'll give you a dance party later. I can do these lights whenever. It's fine.
2: All right, fine. So you leave the writhing mass of humanity behind and pick your way through the back streets. You manage to make your way back to Darcy's pawn shop, but the shutters are down. He has locked himself in.
5: Hey, Darcy. You stay away, you crazy rioters. We're not crazy rioters. We're the players with the axe and the stuff. We want to buy the axe.
0: Remember we got you those sweet tickets, you know? I don't know who you are, but open the door.
5: I nearly got burned to death back there.
0: But it was a sweet burn.
5: We did get you tickets. We held up our end. We're not looters. Come on, let us in. We got money.
0: Very true. We got your ticket.
3: Right,
2: right, you're
5: alone, right? Just, just the three of you, right? Well, yeah, did
0: we... every, everyone's at the dance party I made.
5: Our companion. Our, the, the one guy that wasn't there is now with us. But yeah, it's just yes, us.
4: He's also a player that you saw on that rink stage field.
0: Field is the word we use.
2: Field? Yeah. Which one was he?
3: The one that almost got killed. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Oh,
2: him. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise the shutters but I'm gonna put them right back down again. You guys got to be quick.
5: Okay, we'll be quick.
2: Inside he flips some mechanism and the portcullis gates start to go up and they, just as you get inside, snap right back down. What the hell is going on out there?
5: We won the game and everybody's going crazy. We were going to ask you that too. What's
4: going on in here? What kind of serial killer has gates that do that?
2: The kind who lives in a rough part of town. Hmm. And has many valuable items.
4: So you admit you're a serial killer.
3: Many valuable what? items, eh? No, it as means... Finnick slips a valuable item into his bucket.
4: <laughs> well, don't say it when you're doing it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
3: he takes the valuable item and puts it But Look, this
2: is a place of trust. Can we not trust you? If I cannot trust you. I cannot have you.
3: I haven't met you before. I'm very sorry. My name is Finnick Fleetfoot.
2: I'm going to put these bells on your hands. <laughs> and you will wear them so long as
3: you are here. Finnick just finds bells on his hands. How did you do that?
0: This is a magic shop.
2: We have magic and I know here. a thing to do about Conjuration.
4: Finnick wiggles his fingers. So, you got the money? Oh, yes, what are we here for? Oh, party clothes. We need party clothes. An-
5: and the axe. You wanted an axe.
4: Oh, I do like axes. You
5: wanted a special axe that Darcy has. Oh, you have a special axe? You were going to give us a special price on the special axe.
2: Well, no, I was going to give you a price. I wouldn't sell it normally. It's uh, It's very expensive.
3: Oh, Yeah. From the corner where Finnick is, you hear a jingling.
2: Look, you can't, you can't get away with that right now. This is not that kind of place. This needs to be a place of trust.
4: Just be glad he's not scratching himself. We went through that.
5: Oh. Just be glad he's not naked. We went through that.
0: Tell you, tell you what, Mister Darcy, I'll give you a deal. I will sit on Finnick so he doesn't steal anything. If you do not haggle and just give him a fair price,
2: three thousand. Yes, Hank what, what, sits on Finnick. What does this axe do? Would you stop... No, I didn't ask for any of this
0: Oh you asked for it with what you were doing with your hands
2: So he brings out A plain black case It is long It's not very
5: thick <laughs> 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 He's <that> uh, again.
2: <laughs> He opens the top He pulls out an axe The like of which we have never seen It's black Ebony haft Is inlaid with silver lightning bolts the head of this axe, large with. It is red with black inlays. It's got a, almost a double cut on each side as it comes in. And it seems to. Seems as though it's emitting a smoke, almost like dry ice is embedded inside. This looks cool in a way no object has ever seemed cool to you.
4: I want to go to there.
2: Finnick, without seeing it because
3: he's under Hank's bum, goes, wow. And you hear a jingling from behind Fang. No,
0: stay down there. You stay down. As uh, he
3: steals Hank's don't wallet. Make,
0: don't make me shift my weight. Uh,
4: yes, I suppose that's an acceptable axe that someone might carry with them if they had to.
5: I guess we could give you 2000 for it.
0: No haggling. I made a deal with both of you. I do not want to hear a haggle. Yeah,
3: no haggling. We'll just take the extra money from Hank as he pulls out 1,000 gold from his tiny wallet and throws it at a
0: Hank shifts his weight and moves his buttocks more closely over Finnick's face. Ah,
3: beautiful. This, You're still uh, young,
4: right?
0: Yeah, but yeah. my butt isn't.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's still Your young? It
0: doesn't smell young.
4: He didn't make up his butt.
3: <gasps> oh, you only did the thighs? Face. Well, no, my the, thighs the are just thighs amazing. Are naturally amazing. Mm, you'd expect a better ass with those thighs.
4: So what does it do?
2: Well, this axe was once wielded by the mighty warrior Angus. Never heard of him. Angus the Young? Never heard of him. He's the most famous axe wielding. Never heard of him. He hasn't
0: heard of a lot of people. He hasn't even heard of me.
2: He fought in coliseums in front of tens of thousands. He slew Hundreds of thousands of monsters with this.
3: Oh, Um, yeah, I remember him. Uh, He had that wonderful move called the duck
0: walk. um, Do you mind, could I just see the literature and read the owner's manual Yes, I'm still
4: waiting to find out what it does.
0: I'll just breathe through the owner's manual, perhaps.
2: This thing is cool. Whoever whoever sees you with it, they're probably going to think you're pretty cool. I think
4: that's already covered.
2: There's something about Angus every once in a while when he used this. It was as though he was bringing the thunder of the gods on to his foes. Every once in a while, not all the time, but every once in a while, there would be just this mighty thundercrack.
4: Ha ha, yeah, Thunder. All right, so it makes some noise sometimes. Does it do anything else?
2: What, other than be the most bitchily cool thing ever and using the power of thunder to fight its foes? Yes. Well, it'll kill a
4: ghost. It'll kill a ghost? Yeah. Well, no, I need,
0: to, I need to clarify your verbiage on that one. Kill a ghost? Kill uh, a ghost. Started dead, so do you mean destroy a ghost? Exercise a ghost. Exercise a ghost?
3: Like oblivionize a ghost?
0: Disintegrate a
4: ghost? Ask a ghost politely to leave. You can axe up <laughs> a ghost with this.
0: You can axe a ghost. That I can get.
4: Well, l- let me talk to my banker and see if we can swing this sort of thing. I think having this magical axe might be very useful to us if we're going to against, go against the lich. To me, this does sound fair. Would you throw in some party clothes with that?
2: Oh, yeah, I can do that for you.
4: Yes, we're looking for an after-party clothing.
2: Okay, so where is this? Is this in, like, a like a, like a a sexy dungeon, or...?
5: At the mayor's place.
2: Okay, wow, that's formal. That is very formal.
5: You got something?
2: Yeah, I can do that. Do you have
3: any cool bows? I might have one in the fridge.
0: But don't don't I
2: don't get it. Do you happen to have an extra invitation? No.
5: Unfortunately not. We wish we did. But uh if we if we could, we'll send a message.
4: Oh yes, and we also need a disguise for this one. This uh this halfling.
2: Well I got I got plenty of stuff people have sold me over the years.
5: Finnick, go pick something to disguise yourself.
2: Maybe stilts and an overcoat?
3: Uh was that a was that a, 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 a jab? On my size?
2: Well, if you could change jab what jab on my race size you appear to be, that's Was pretty good. Was that a good.
3: jab on my size? Finnick pulls out his dagger and shoves it through his hand. Does is this intimidating?
2: Oh, you're just putting it through your fingers. I see. I
3: see. Ah, uh, no, no, I'm full on bleeding.
0: Oh, uh, Finnick, please, Ugh. Don't, please don't leave. Ugh. Having concluded our business, Hank finally sits up off of Finnick.
5: I gotta notice how beaten and bruised Finnick is, and casts Preserve Life to restore Finnick to full health.
0: Oh, I'm more intimidating when I'm
3: bloody. No, oh. Jeez, when you sit on someone, you really sit on them.
0: I mean, he might have been halfway there already, but yeah, no, I'm a pretty hefty sitter.
3: By the way, those thighs? Deceiving.
2: Really? Yeah. That's disappointing. Isn't it? So it's too bad we can't get our money yet, because uh, they've locked up Tannenbaum's counting house.
4: What a weird thing to bring up.
2: Well, yeah, I thought there wasn't much else to conduct in our business.
4: Well, we don't need to small talk. Why does everyone think we need to small talk?
2: Well, we had talked about making bets.
4: That's uh... So,
3: you guys made a decent bet, right?
5: Yes, we made a bet, and but we apparently can't settle it because the place is closed.
4: Speaking of apparently, where is your parent?
5: Yes, where is your parent?
3: I assume he's still drinking a Beeson's. No, because he was at the game. I really don't know. I lose track of time quite easily.
4: Wait, what, while we're speaking about your father, are you sure... He actually owes this money? I was thinking, maybe he's swindling us.
3: That's
0: a good possibility.
4: I think we should find this out before we hand over all the money to him. Well, no,
0: I mean, the like, the lazy, the guy with the eye, he did say that Da owed the money. When yeah, we but came it could in. just
4: be 10,000 gold instead of 50,000.
0: Oh, yeah, we should just pay it off. We shouldn't give him the money anyway. Yes. No,
5: do not give the money. I pay agree. off his I agree, let's bets. pay it off.
0: I'm just going to go through some of the spare clothes and get myself all fancied up for the party. Uh, Hank maintains his Perpetuals uniform and his wig and his makeup that makes him beautified, but he adds a top hat and a bow tie and a little bit of a cane, yeah, a walking stick.
4: Fook is dressed up in a little uh, powder blue three-piece suit.
3: Finnick has found this very nice dandy outfit so that he looks like tip of the the iceberg uh, of high class uh, dandy fella. Um, but with a um with a pointier nose and the ring of an imaginary duke.
5: And right. Agata readjusts her glasses and continues with her Clark can't disguise, but somehow finds the perfect angle where it works, completely hiding her true appearance.
2: Yeah, somewhere in the annals of non Euclidean geometry, you hit that Cal L angle that no one can tell who you are just by the glint of the way the light bounces off the glasses. The party now leaves the pawn shop. There is smoke coming from the direction of the part of town where the riots are still ongoing. There's a, an orangey glow coming from there.
4: Ooh, it sounds like a really nice game happened over there.
2: It's going to take you about an hour and a half to pick your way through the uh, the city guard that is coming in to deal with the riots, the riders themselves, and just the lack of carriages, because they're all on fire.
4: Well, I hope Steve's safe. I haven't seen him around. Fook reaches out telepathically for Steve to find out what he's
2: up to. You hear people counting up, and the sound of a giant's wallow. And great cheering. Oh, man, I never thought anybody could do a keg
4: stand like that. Ooh, Steve's doing keg stands. It, is, that, is that good for a
0: dog to drink that much beer?
4: Well, he's celestial.
0: Oh, so it doesn't really... He
4: should be fine. ...one way or the other.
5: So he's having a good time is what you're saying. As far as I can figure out.
3: Speaking of celestial, if you turn me into gas again, I will be your fart.
5: You will blow
0: I mean, him. you won't be able to do I'm, much at the time. You'll be incorporeal. Well, yeah, but
3: I'm, I'm, I'm now corporeal again. Yeah, yeah. If you try anything like that again.
0: Well, no, I if, if I do, then you'll be incorporeal again. I yep, won't but then, be able to do but then anything. Then I'll come back.
4: Well, I'm going to point out that you didn't smell good.
0: No, you're not, good, you're not a good you're not, smelling You're not a good
4: gas. How did you pick out my
3: smell amidst the crowd? Well, it was strong.
0: You were wafting around all over the place before you floated up.
3: Potent. Let's
4: you, say potent. You need to ask.
0: I thought you need I to was, learn to ask. I thought I was helping. I thought he would want to fly. Oh, it <laughs> seemed
4: like a genius move to me.
0: Yeah, because there was orcs everywhere, and you were, like, f- going to get killed for sure. They
3: wanted to kill you. Well, it had was- you let me reach Nirvana, then sure. But you pulled me out right oh, before. Oh,
0: he, he tickled me. Fook tickled me. That's why you felt. Oh,
4: that's the spell you were concentrating yeah, on. Yeah,
2: no, I
0: was trying to keep him in a cloud.
4: Well, it was very funny.
2: And you moved your way back into the tower district. It looks almost deserted. You would expect there to be more people, but... Well, there's a giant after-party to get to, so
4: I'm kind of disappointed we didn't go to Beaston's. That party should have been interesting.
5: Yeah, I have a feeling this one's going to be more work than fun. Yes. Oh, is there anything we need to find out about the mayor?
3: Uh, by the way, my name is Duke Hedrick Hobbletoe.
4: I thought it was Finnick.
3: I, yes, but I have a ring on. And I've learned. Oh, you from found my your past ring. Mistakes. Well. No. Wh- what? 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 You found a ring? No, I ha- I've had this ring.
4: Well, I still can't find mine.
3: Who told him that we were still married?
5: Oh, she did.
0: It seems to just come and go at this point. Like sometimes he knows, sometimes he doesn't.
5: <sighs> I gotta shrugs.
0: Maybe for the sake of the party that everybody just induces themselves, you know? What? Just introduce yourself. Don't No, say we're, we're someone fugitives. Else to
5: induce we're we're myself? Men. We're wanted people and fugitives. We and are we should not.
4: look into marriage counseling.
3: Uh, uh, we are not married, and we should not induce ourselves, because I've been unconscious twice in the past 24 hours.
0: Well, I was trying to say. What, I'm Daphne.
5: In,
4: mm, okay, but is there anything we need to find out about the mayor?
5: Whether he's a bad guy and wants to... Dis- wait, wait. He's just, a bad guy.
4: Okay, I'll ask him. No, um, don't
5: ask him if he's a bad guy.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll go through his
5: wallet. Okay, you go through his wallet. I'm not standing next to oh, him when he I'll goes through I'll seduce the-
4: him.
0: I mean, we could oh, always just look up his policies. He's got a pamphlet, and I mean, personally, I'm not... I don't agree with some of his policies.
5: Uh, it was Coney. You met Coney, I oh, yeah. believe. Yes. See, he blames the mayor for trying to destroy the city. Is that, I'm I'm confused now. That was
0: that was not in his. Portfolio. Coney
4: Tony's trying to raise a giant death robot, according to this part of the shield, uh, to defeat the mayor who is uh, being mean to the gnomes and the wizards, and
3: also trying to raise a great evil from beneath the city that yes. will wipe out everything.
4: Which is different from this lich that's under the the uh, field. Yes.
0: Okay, so none of this has come up in his platform? No. So I'm not sure if this is official or if this is more of this like
3: just... This is more
5: the secret stuff secret that he's up to. Then. Yeah, no. I'll suddenly
4: no. bring platform. it into conversation and see how
3: he yeah, responds. I, I'm not sure that he would be elected on this. Again, I'd,
5: I'm not going to stand next to Fook when he asks the mayor if he's trying to destroy the world. He's not
3: asking. He's going to st- I'll steal his wallet for Fook and Fook can look
4: through it.
5: Oh, great. This is going to go wonderful. Well,
4: it's best you don't stand next to me because you kind of clash with me.
5: I'm um, sorry, I didn't realize that you wanted us to color coordinate. Well, we are a
2: team. You are now in line at the party as people are going up to the the gatekeeper who takes their names and looks up in his ledger to find them and letting them into the party. Oh, no, what was my name for the players? Welcome. Welcome.
5: Hello. Hello, my name is Fook. No, you...
4: Fucking hard to you're, say. Your Wook. My name is fucking hard to say. Uh, yeah.
0: Everyone just, hey, you know us. What Look at our faces.
4: Tudo Perpetuals?
0: No more questions.
2: Well, you, you are the
4: new we players. We're
5: the yeah, new Tudo that's, that's who we are. players. Yeah, yeah that's we just cleaned who we are. up and came here. It's a
4: pleasure to meet you.
5: He's going to ask you to marry him.
2: Is it?
3: Oh, I'm already married. He's a servant. We should probably treat him like one.
5: How come Since I am Duke Hedrick Hobbletoe.
2: I do not see a Duke Hedrick Hobbletoe. I thought you were a perpetual. But I am a duke.
5: As well. He's a duke as well. He gets confused sometimes. He, he multitasks. A who plays.
2: You're a duke who masquerades as a common player? Yes. yes. Sometimes the lives of the privileged disgust me. You may enter. Thank you. Thank you. You are ushered inside. Uh, this is... The word municipal palace is oddly apt because it has the dimensions and the outward design of a palace, but the building materials and the decorations scream municipal offices. That's a
4: lot of cinder block.
2: It is very gray. There are a lot. It's it's just baroque drab is the design. There are tapestries on the wall depicting great moments in bureaucratic history and the people inside. Are much fancier than the designs on the walls. This is the uppermost of Tudor societies here. They are in all of their finery. Many are have their faces and hair powdered. They are wearing silk dresses and very fine breechery.
5: Once more into the breach. Where do you think the food is?
2: You can definitely smell delicious this has to be a feast unlike any other you have been to you can smell roasts you can smell cakes you think there must be bison Sir, there are servants walking around with silver trays with goblets of sparkling wine and little finger foods on some hank flanks down one of the servers and asks
0: uh excuse me goose uh have you seen have they set up for the karaoke yet
2: I beg your pardon, do you mean the performance by the chamber orchestra? He's
5: got well, the voice of an angel. Yeah, I was hoping
0: maybe I could join in. Is yeah, that no. would be all right.
5: yes, the, the the performance by the chamber orchestra, Agata, like, elbows Hank.
3: I am Duke Hedrick Hobbletoe, and I demand that there be karaoke.
5: Agata reaches for a drink.
2: Yes, well, ma'am, you may enjoy this. It is a very fine vintage. Uh, there shall be no singing. I shall report this to the Council of Dukes.
5: Okay, you do that, and Agatha reaches for another (laughs) goblet. Can you point me to
4: either the mayor or an evil woman who might have destroyed a village?
2: The mayor is in the main chamber. Uh, He will be addressing the assembled, as is his custom. I wouldn't deign to know who has destroyed what here. But you have a theory... Many have destroyed many.
4: Then many will die.
5: Steve is having a great time drinking beer, Agata says. Oh, I should invite him. Drinks in hands.
4: Fook holds two fingers to the side of his head and concentrates briefly to send a signal for Steve to come.
2: You see, two white-gloved servants are now chasing after Steve as he runs through.
4: Ooh, that was fast.
2: Weaving and wobbling.
4: <laughs> Look at his little saddle. <laughs> oh.
3: Finnick darts through people's legs towards the main chamber where the mayor is
4: speaking. And Fook follows at his heels.
2: Excuse we can put it into the stables for you, sir.
4: Oh, no, he's fine here. It's just there's no pets. Oh, he's not a pet. He's a mount.
2: Then he's a
3: mount and he shall be allowed in here, says the duke
4: on the duke's council.
2: Well, it's the mayor's decree that there shall be no horses or beasts of burden within the palace.
4: Well, he's not a beast of burden. He's a
5: dog. Agata reaches for another drink, giving them the, her empty cup.
2: I would just... I would strongly advise against it. Well, I'd like to see you try. Look, I'm just trying to get through school. Banish it! This is just a job. Please, he's do adorable. not... He's Look at his ears. Do not anger but these people.
3: Duke wait, 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 wait. wait. A of says banish it.
2: He's a helper dog for the elderly. Right, if you put him on a leash, you can claim he's some sort of sight, sight dog. Oh, he's not going to like that. All right, look, I'm just... I don't want to put this voice on anymore. I just just don't make this night any worse than it has to be. Okay, Steve, li- this come is here. We're gonna get.
4: Fook takes off his belt and loops it around
2: Steve's neck. Please pull up your pants, sir. Eh,
4: hey, well, one or the other.
2: He shall go
3: unseathed.
2: <laughs> sir, just take my belt. I can find... find... Oh, wait,
4: maybe I have someone's belt in my bag. What? Oh, no. Oh,
5: <it>. Fuchs <laughs> no.
4: starts fishing around in his bag of holding. No,
5: it's fine I for got a it.
4: torso that happens to be wearing <laughs> a belt.
5: It. I got it. I got it. I gotta pulls off uh, a tassel that was holding curtains together and, and loops that around Steve's neck and hands it to Fuchs.
2: Oh, I suppose that'll do.
5: Put your belts back on, please. All
2: right. I know you guys are just uh, handball players. These peop- and a duke. Sure. These people. Are not the kind of people who deal well with disruption. Just, just let's have a nice, quiet evening. And it, my job. This is my job, man. I don't want this to get. I've already said, banish Ed.
5: I completely concur with you. Agatha puts her other empty cup and reaches for a third drink.
2: Right. Normally, you take one. Look,
0: I don't want to cause you any trouble, and I'm not going to cause any trouble. I'm going to try to keep these guys under control. But you need to ask, answer me this one question. Which of these books is the songbook, so
2: I know which songs I can sing? I'm just gonna tell one of the guards to keep a
0: friendly
3: eye on you guys, okay? Tell no guards you are banished.
0: You know, I'll just find them myself. Fook wanders off. Hank Leave wanders the off.
3: the kingdom of Tarot. Uh, got I. this isn't if worth If I it. see you within the borders of Tarot, I will have your head. I, Duke Hedrick Caputo, of the Duke's Council. This
2: servant throws his tray onto the ground, rips off his bow tie, says, that's it, that's it, this is not worth it, I'm going to be an actor, this is not the life I wanted. Yes, go (laughs) act out out. your life outside of Tyro, goodbye!
5: Agata wanders off after Fook, wobbling a little bit.
2: So, in the Grand Ballroom, there is an assorted throng, there's, normally this is the city council chamber itself. So it has a bit of a of a stage like appearance where there's are terraces where there normally are desks, but they've all been moved aside, and there's the raised dais where the mayor normally sits when the council's in session, and it's been redone as a almost a throne. but instead of seeing the mayor sitting there, the sedan chair that you saw earlier at the back of the hall. On a long table is the food. There are pigs roasted with apples in their mouths, chicken after chicken after chicken, both fried and roasted. There's just the sides of beef, ribs. Any kind of meat you can conceive of is laid out. And in the center, a giant cake in the shape of the logo of the Tudor Perpetuals.
4: Fook's aiming straight for the sedan.
2: Finnick looks
3: at the pigs... Uh, with the apples in their mouths, drills a little bit, but knows that he needs to follow Fook for their plan to work.
0: Uh, Hank has gone to the edge of the table where he's found some chicken wings, and he's eating those with his hand, and also occasionally going to the nearby bookcase and flipping through the books.
5: I gotta go for the buffet table and grab some wild boar sausages.
2: Uh, near the appetizer section where there are little uh beef rolled in... What appears to be uh, little bits of lettuce and dipped in almost teriyaki sauce. There is a large man, very stout. He's short, but he's large in the sense that you cannot believe someone built armor big enough to contain him. He looks a little smelly, and he is going to town on the food.
5: I guess it's good food, huh?
2: Oh, I, I, the only reason I come to these things... um. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Sir Frank Pemberton, Master of Coin.
5: I'm one of the Tudor Perpetual players.
2: Oh, jolly good show. I heard you won.
5: We did, we did. We had a good showing and, uh...
2: Why, I haven't been down to the Table Hill grounds since I was a child. just used to get me a, a beef mitten and just stick my face into it and suck up the beef.
5: Why haven't you been down there since? You sh- you've been missing a good time.
2: Oh, they don't want to see the master of coin down there. They dare me apart.
5: Why would that be?
2: Do you ever want to hug the taxman?
5: Depends if he's giving me a good rebate.
2: Oh, I could give you a good rebate. Oh, okay, I... and
5: this conversation is done now.
2: <laughs> oh, they never meet anyone fun with these things. These are always such so stuffy affairs. Ugh.
5: But the food is good. Oh, the food
2: is excellent.
5: Which is your favorite?
2: I like to create what I call the ter
5: Okay, I'm not sure I want to know that. What, do you know where the mayor is, What he happens to be?
2: Oh, up on the dais, obviously. Like, he never shows his face, never, never.
5: Why would, N- why would he, why doesn't he show his face?
2: Well, that's a state secret that I could share, perhaps, in some pillow talk. There is gravy dripping down his mouth <laughs> as he's saying this.
5: Well, if you need a pillow, I'm sure there's one in the ca- uh, in the living room. I could hand you a pillow.
2: Oh, I do get so tired, so tired from eating all the beef. But then they say that protein is healthy.
5: And protein is very healthy. Why isn't it? Yes, I haven't touched race? a carbohydrate
2: in years. Mm. You can tell. I've lost a few pounds
5: I can tell you're looking very trim So why doesn't the mayor show his face anymore?
2: It won't You know I've never thought to ask him Because you don't ask him questions Do you? Suddenly
3: a prophylactic uh, Flies and Hits Agata and lands on the floor She looks over and sees Finnick On his way to the dais Just uh,
2: winking at her
5: I gotta throw Finnick a disgusted look.
2: I dare say we're the talk of the party now. Moving on to the bookcase uh, where Hank has, is searching unsuccessfully for a non-existent karaoke book. <laughs> uh, he sees a rather stern-looking elf wearing fine robes and a ceremonial hat that is very peaked and high. Uh,
0: hello there, sir. Um... I don't know. Uh, have you looked through these books yet? I'm, just, I'm trying to find some. I've of...
2: read every book here.
0: Oh, that's pretty impressive. I've
2: even written several. Oh. Perhaps you've heard of me.
0: Um, I'm not aware by your face. I have written many travel logs of my journeys. It would really help if you gave a name at this point.
2: It is I. Krytaf, right the world traveled.
0: Oh, no, I think. Yeah, no, I think I heard of him one time.
2: For I am beloved across the empire.
0: I mean, I don't know any specifics about you.
2: Um, well, I am Grand Vizier.
0: Oh, that's like that? Oh, yeah, no, you're the wizard. Um, I think when I got certified, you had to be there to put the stamp on it, right?
2: Oh, I, I stamp so many. Uh, it is It is one of the great ceremonial functions of my post. far from the most interesting things I do. I do many interesting things. I could show you.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I mean... You give me a kind of weird face right I now. I could
2: show you a great many things.
0: Um, look, I don't want to send you any mixed messages. Yes, I would like to learn some new spells and magic tricks from you. Um, I am married, and I am very happily so.
2: Oh, that's boring. You know, out east, they do things much more interestingly.
0: I mean, I, I'm, I. That's great. You know, um, I just I, this is how I live my life, and I want. I'm, I'm not trying to put anything on you. I like how you do. I think that's a fun way to live. These
2: parties were much more interesting in the old days.
0: What like, what kind of magics did they have in the old days? What did they get wizards to do?
2: Oh, it got
0: dark. Oh, do you do, do, you do dark magic?
2: Well, I'll never tell.
0: I mean, it would be really convenient if you would tell me if you do dark magic.
2: Are you a dark
0: magic user? I am a utility mage. Most of my spells... Oh, you bore me so. ...have practical applications <laughs> in everyday life.
2: Look, I'll give you an autograph and we'll be done, shall we?
0: Yeah, no, yeah. If you could just sign uh, my uh, manual,
2: my spell manual,
0: that'd be great. Cause, do you write this one? I did, did you write this one?
2: I contributed.
0: Oh, that's cool, man. No, si- sign, sign on to the chapter you made.
2: Whom shall I make this up to?
0: Out of the Hank Brody.
2: Mr. Frank Moody.
0: Okay, that's close enough. I, you know, I'm, I can fix that in post. I can just Grand Vizier. I can just, uh, I can just uh, adjust those.
2: Moving to the middle of the crowd, where Finnick is f- finicking his way through. Oh, I say, you keep your hands out of there.
3: I, uh, I, I am a duke. I do not keep my hands anywhere. Ah, oh, it's nice to see you again. Oh, oh, I.
2: I wouldn't have thought you'd remember me.
3: Oh, of course I would. Uh, Who could forget that face?
2: She.
5: This
2: is a. This is a woman. Okay. (laughs) Yes, about seventy-year-old woman, uh, with just a foot deep of makeup—not literally, but might as well be—and she flutters her. Her fan against her face, oh, ho, ho. and flakes of makeup are coming off. Oh, God. Mmm,
3: beautiful. I do have business to attend to, but I shall be back to dance later. Perhaps when the karaoke is on.
2: Oh, I, uh, oh, perhaps we could we could dance all night. And do love the him. rumba on your
3: rump. Mmm. Hey, you like buns? Check out those thighs over there. <laughs> Finnick points to Hank Brody.
0: Hank notices his eyes being caught by Finnick and looks back to him. Uh, what, do, what do you want? He mouths.
3: Finnick nods his head up to the old lady who just stares at his thighs.
0: Oh, I know what you want. Hank brandishes his thighs widely. <laughs> uh,
4: How does one do that? I well, can show you later. Well, well yes. No, uh, don't.
2: Don't. Uh, well, yes,
3: in this particular instance, you need to stop knowing what people want, for
2: sure. <laughs> Oh, well, hes I'm sure some are into that, but I i like a little little less on a man, you know what I'm saying?
3: What are you saying? Someone who
2: can get into the nooks and crannies.
3: Mm, I need to go. Goodbye. Someone who's got some
5: hustle in my muscle.
3: What a lovely
2: face, as he continues to follow Fook. (laughs) Up near the dais, Fook is stopped by a row of knights who are at the bottom of the steps up to the dais.
4: Fouke has become unusually focused as he gets close to one of what he thinks is the big bads in the world, and he reaches out with his mind to sense anything unusual
2: in the spiritual force. This entire room has been desecrated. The entire building is unholy. Something bad has happened here. And you also get the sense that the sedan chair is empty. There is nothing there.
4: Fook looks to the closest guard, raises an eyebrow and says, "Uh, Yes, I'm one of the players, and I was was talking to the mayor earlier today, and he said that he would like to meet me
2: again tonight if we won. The mayor sees none.
4: Well, uh, tell him that the little guy who gave him a hat is here to see him.
2: Oh, yes, you have returned. It is so nice to see you. I am so glad you made it out.
4: I am glad I made it as well. Finnick catches up.
3: And yes, I, the Duke.
4: I don't know who this person is. Uh, Are you enjoying the party?
3: I am enjoying the party, but I wish
2: there was more karaoke. Perhaps your grace would enjoy something a little more. I wish to meet the mayor. The mayor shall see none. I am terribly sorry. He would like to extend his. Firmest congratulations to you for doing so well to... But he specifically said that he would speak to me tonight. Well, there is prepared remarks that shall be read out. But perhaps we could speak to each other.
4: Yes, let's do that.
2: Yes, perhaps a sexual rendezvous could be arranged. Yes,
4: let us play with each other's junk.
2: Oh yes,
3: I'm
4: into weird stuff. Am I into it? And I am not insulted by being called weird stuff.
2: Oh, you don't know what I've got in my pockets. Let me show you over here, just the two of us. Ah, I shall be over here keeping an eye out for the
3: mayor. Perhaps
2: none would like to follow for what they see may disgust. Or
0: intrigue. Fook moves off to this fake rendezvous. As they move off, Hank turns back to Krytaf, the Grand Vizier. I'm, look, I'm having trouble getting the music going. Could you do a Maya illusion of music? I'll do a Maya illusion. Of, I'll do some dancing lights. We can get some karaoke running here.
2: He puts down... He is holding a little uh, hors d'oeuvre in his hand. He looks around, grabs you by the wrist, puts your hand facing upward, puts it in your hand, closes your fingers upon it, turns around and walks away without a further word.
0: I think he just used me as a trash can.
3: <laughs> uh, Finnick, uh, seeing that Fook is taking care of this... Um, moves toward Agata. Ah, honey, I see that you have gotten to the food.
5: Yes, and uh, there's a, there's still a little bit left. Frank here has been telling me all the best foods to be found in Tudor, and I was just going to ask him about his job. He's the tax man.
3: Oh, the tax man, the man everybody hates. Ha-ha!
2: Sometimes I like to take the gravy from this bowl. And put it in with the sauce from that bone and add a little mayonnaise from my private stash. Ah,
3: Sounds like you have made a bit of a gravy train, have you not?
2: Hmm? How dare you speak of the gravy train? That is my personal property.
5: Oh, you own a gravy train?
2: Yes. It goes through my house and it takes gravy
5: to each room in case I need it. That seems fair. How is it dealing with the uh, the money of Tudor?
2: Oh, it's a hard job. Yes. It's very
3: interesting. We must be going.
2: (laughs) Meanwhile, in the hallway where the Herald has dragged Fook aside, he finds a darkened, disused hallway where it's obviously not lit up for the party. We can't talk long.
4: Well, then let's make every word count.
2: I did not sign on for this. I want you to know that.
4: What didn't you sign on for?
2: I don't know all the details. The mayor, he's gone into seclusion.
4: Well, I can clearly sense the evil all around this place. Mm -hmm. Something's happening, and I want to know what.
2: The anniversary. They say it's the anniversary of the founding. But Tudor was founded in the early spring, and I don't know what they mean.
4: What anniversary is it? How many years?
2: They say thousands. They say hundreds. They say, uh, they say time doesn't. I, I, I just hear things through the door, through the through the office door.
4: When is everything going to happen?
2: Soon, very soon. Days, weeks, days. There was a, there was a, a, a book. They said that it was the story. It, it's in his office. I, I can't do it, but. Oh, look,
4: I've dropped my keys. Oh, I am i must be going. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. What do you know about
2: Boney? Do you mean Coney?
4: Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yes, it that's what I mean. That's clearly what I mean. He's a dangerous
2: maniac. But his heart may be in the right place. But I don't know if his heart's literally in his body. He's a weird one.
4: Oh, yes, well, he's collecting body parts. Who would
2: do such a thing?
4: I, I don't know. It sounds backwards yes
2: only a great evil yes well
4: let's let's move on right i must be away
2: and if you happen to find a place where that key goes it might be on the next floor third door from the left on the ground there are two keys on a little ring one is a large key that would open a door and another one is smaller
4: thank you very much and i really enjoyed tasting your bits
2: so, yes, oh, oh, um, I'll have to get a mop to clean up all the
4: effluent. Yes, I will not walk straight for a week. I'm going to the food table.
2: Yes, I'm going to the clean place.
4: Bye! And they both walk back into the party. Fook immediately moves through the party trying to find uh the tall people, Agata and Hank.
0: Uh, hey, Fook, what's up?
4: I've been slipped a little thing that um, someone don't have wants to share us to go details. upstairs and uh, find oh. something interesting.
0: Oh, okay. No, yeah, let's do it.
4: Oh, I've got these two keys that I think we need to go upstairs to explore with.
0: All right, let's go find a the guy then. Uh well, well, the
2: thing is, the pain of the stadium burned down. Yes,
5: we're damn with if you.
2: I'm gonna pay the money to we're? put it in. That's
5: that's fair. Ha, put
2: it back up.
5: I don't think you should uh, have to pay for the stadium as well. Have you ever seen the mayor? Just out of curiosity. That's a
2: strange question. I was talking about stadiums.
5: It's just curiosity. We, uh, I asked because the mayor came to visit us before the game, so it just sparked my smartphone memory. He moves on. No, we didn't see him. He came in his sedan. Good,
2: because 'cause uh, I've seen him plenty.
5: You have seen him? Yes, of so course.
2: What... I'm important. Agata can tell that uh, Sir Frank Pemberton is full of shit.
5: What does he? Uh, what does he look like?
2: Uh, he's uh, he's dignified. He's he's a strong man.
5: What does dignified look like? I'm curious. I've never seen a dignified um, mare. Well, like me, of course. I am a duke. <laughs> Nothing
3: like him. Okay.
5: When have you seen the mayor?
2: Um, Tuesday.
5: What what were you doing Tuesday?
4: Fook comes over and starts tugging on her shirt sleeve.
5: What what do you want? We,
4: we we've got something to do with the party.
5: I know. They have brought to... out the
4: twister mat. It's time to go and play with the twister mat.
3: You are banished. Who 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 are you talking to? Oh no, to the man who said that I was not dignified.
2: Who? Well, well, no, you want to go against the master of coin do you? Well,
3: I am a duke. Huh? We'll see
4: how you fare Come on left leg on it!
0: Yeah, why don't you just come with us, Mr. Duke? We got some stuff to do. Can I uh, uh, come today. with us?
3: No, you may not. I'll see you later, though. Oh, I'll see you at the audit. I'll what is you your th- name, sir? The Council of Dukes. I am Duke
2: Hendrick Humboldtow.
5: Uh, Thank you, Frank, for all your time. Paige, and...
2: write that name down. Put him in for a deep audit. The group just walks away. I wish there's those mini donuts.
4: I got these keys that let us into a room upstairs where apparently something important is waiting for us.
3: Great, because I can't keep this voice up much longer.
4: You shouldn't have done it in the you first place. You shouldn't have started
3: it in the first place. What are you talking about? I feel, I feel like it's a perfect voice.
5: I say, if you've got the key, let's go upstairs. I got us a little tipsy by now.
2: You do notice that there are guards on every door, but also at the same time, you catch the eye of the Herald, who gives you a wink and a nod. Excuse me, all those here, I shall be reading a prepared statement on behalf of His Excellency, the Lord Mayor.
4: I think that's our
2: His Excellency, the Lord Mayor, Protector of Tudor, Defender of the Faith, Henry Fort Jr. And they leave the room. <laughs> the guard is paying close attention to the words coming out of the Herald's mouth, and you are able to sneak past everyone who are just all gazing at the dais because nobody does not pay attention to the mayor's proclamations.
4: We creep up the stairs almost quietly. Uh,
2: Up on the second floor, it is quiet, but the floors are... It's a bit nicer in this area because this is the the chambers of the inner circle of the council. It's carpeted. There are tapestries on the wall that depict moments in Tudor history. And... Third door on the left is a large oak door engraved with the coat of arms of Tudor.
4: Fook holds up a finger, leans his head against the door, and listens intently.
2: You can hear the sound of wind as though the window is open, but no movement, no... You you could potentially hear breathing, but there's no breathing going on in this room. Nobody is breathing.
4: I am.
3: Mm, I mean, inside the room. Ooh, there is only death and wind
5: does that mean there's nobody in Shh, there sh- we're
4: trying to be secretive here.
3: secretive does, stop
5: does that mean there's nobody in there remember she's tipsy
4: Fook holds up a finger again for silence why then, are you
5: holding up a finger shut up
4: <laughs> and Fook then slides the large key into the keyhole as quietly as he can
5: very well done
4: you're ruining my mood <laughs>
2: As you turn the key, you see another sort of flash of magic, and you hear several locks begin to open. The tumblers are falling, and the door pops open. It opens a little bit inwards.
4: Fook pushes the door slowly open to look at the room inside.
2: It's dark, but there's a large window at the other end that lets in some light. It is an office. that has green carpeting. There's dark wood on the walls. There are floor to ceiling bookcases there's a large desk acro- directly across from the door and just to the right of the desk there's a large stuffed bear on its hind legs be
4: very careful things in here might be trapped
5: do you think it can follow you wherever you go for the
4: love of god Agata!
3: what is going on uh, she's just wasted she's got it. she's had a lot of
4: drinks
5: it's a party well, why don't you
4: two just wait here for a moment
5: Oh, you want me to stay in the just,
3: hall? Just no, no, oh, quiet. me, the stealthy just,
5: one? Me, well, the
3: stealthy one? Well, you sounded here? tipsy, too. Well, I'm, I don't... I, I, I'm, I had one... We're drink. on a
4: mission
5: here. I don't want to stay in the hall. There's nothing I out here. Step
4: inside. Step inside. But I don't touch it. I got it. a waste. <laughs> hold, hold your hands together behind your back and don't move them.
5: But I have a drink in my hand. God
3: my, damn it. Finnick takes the drink and holds her hand behind her back.
5: No, I want my drink back, B. You
0: guys just calm down. Fook and I are going to be the stealthy ones, and we're going to solve this problem and be real sneaky-like. But it's very dark in here, so I'm going to solve that problem. Hank casts Dancing Lights.
2: I can see in the fucking dark! Hank dispels Dancing Lights. You begin to hear footsteps coming from the hall. Fook closes the door.
4: Fook nudges Hank
0: and says, Put her to sleep. Hank casts Sleep on Agata.
3: Uh, Finnick, seeing Agata fall, catches her. Like a...
2: Night and shining out <laughs> Well, that's touching. As Agata falls asleep, you hear a knock on the door. Is there someone in there?
3: Finnick, with Agata in his arms, moves to the darkest, shadowiest
2: corner and hides. I've heard you. Open this door at once.
4: And Fook immediately runs over to the desk as quietly as possible on his little tiny light feet, and starts looking for something with a small keyhole.
2: There is now a pounding on the door. Come, quick! Someone's broken into the office! You see that the little keyholes on the desk are the same size as the key that you are holding. You hear a click, and the drawer is unlocked.
4: Fu quickly looks inside the drawer.
2: There are what looks like a lot of papers, and you're ruffling through it, and... This seems like a very, very shallow drawer for what you're looking at.
4: Fook puts the drawer in his bag of holding.
2: You rip out this drawer entirely and put it in your bag of holding. It's time to make our exit.
0: I've locked the door. I, I think there's a guy behind it.
4: I think we have to go out the window?
3: Yeah, let's go out the window. I got it.
5: Okay, who did that?
4: Fook throws open one of the windows. Let's go.
2: Oh, you've got the key. Put it in, put it in, put it in. There's someone in there.
5: Oh, that's what Fook said. I heard a slap.
4: Fook looks out the window to see if there's anything that can they can climb down.
5: You think that you
2: can hit that tree? That's just just about ten feet away. You think if you get a good run up on that tree, you might have a chance of jumping into the boughs of the tree across from you.
4: He also looks to see if there are any guards down below.
2: This is the back of the of the building. There are guards about forty feet on either side, in little pools of light. You don't see anything below you.
4: Finnick, you're in luck. There's a tree. Fook steps out the window, casts Misty Step, and then remembers he's run out of Misty Steps, and plummets.
0: Hank, quickly turning around, casts Feather Fall on the entire group, so that everyone falls very slowly from this point on.
3: Uh, Hank, what did you just do?
0: Uh, you're just going gonna to fall real slow now.
3: Great.
5: Okay. I'm I gotta, hope that was that
0: okay. Was but, it okay that I cast that on you?
3: Uh,
5: Sounds good. I I'm got gonna, a steps out the window.
3: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to say yes
2: steps out after her.
0: And Hank takes a step out the window as well.
2: As you take that step, the door bursts open. There are seven heavily armed guards. Stop him! He's supposed to die! Hank is able
0: to see them, but he just slowly drifts away from them as his feather fall takes effect.
5: He's very slowly getting away. Bye. This is us being stealthy. We're being stealthy.
2: Oh, goodness. put her to sleep (laughs) Uh, so they charge after you and the lead guard jumps off the ledge and he didn't know what he was doing (laughs) he was just (laughs) going after you and he face plants down at the bottom
0: oh but I did not cast that on you
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll look at you I've seen your face your good looking face
0: Yeah, no, I'm a beautiful man. Put an APB out on the beautiful man.
2: What's your name?
4: (laughs) Fook sends a mental signal back to Steve at the party saying, time to get out of there.
2: You hear from through his ears as you're mentally connecting. What sounds like a bunch of people at the party. Tell "Tell me me more, tell tell me more. more. Did you get very far? Uh Uh-huh,
4: uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I Uh love that we started the karaoke. Fook cuts off the telepathic communication.
2: Very soon after that, uh, you see your Steve the dog show up. The guards on either side are running towards you, and the guards up at the top, of the window you just jumped out of, have run back inside, and you hear bells ringing.
5: Okay, time to run, I guess.
4: Fook mounts up and then uh, reaches back for Finnick. This dog sits too.
2: You manage to run into the the gardens, which are in the back. Uh, Hank as a utility wizard has done some work in these gardens, knows that there's no real entrance to the sewer in here, there's no real uh, underground tunnel or anything that you might get out of, but he does know where the chariots are kept.
0: Guys, guys, I know where they keep the chariots. We can get out of here with like a boom, you know? Just like, no, not what? Not chariots, you're
4: drunk, shut up. Fook touches Agata and uses some of his um, magical powers. To cure her alcohol.
2: The fog lifts.
5: Great. The one time I'm having fun.
4: You can drink again later. Oh, yes. If and we survive.
5: Guys, well, and you guys got us chasing. To th-
0: guys, to the chariots. I'll drive.
5: Okay, let's go.
2: So you're being chased through. You see that there are about two dozen guards streaming out of the palace. Uh, there You hear the barks of dogs. But you manage to make it to the shed that holds the chariots.
0: Hank checks under the visor for the keys. That doesn't make sense.
2: You are able to unlock the uh the the club <laughs> that is held on the reins <laughs> Hiya. You charge out of this shed that hosts the uh, utility chariots, and you are bolting away
4: and Fook drops one of his tinking uh, devices behind him as they leave, so it makes noise as if someone's still in there.
2: They are misdirected by this. They hear and they start rooting around. They're in the shed somewhere. They let one of the chariots loose. You are scot-free.
5: How can we ruin every party we go to?
0: I think it's because we're not very fun.
4: I think that was more exciting than it otherwise would have been, and we got a draw. And I finally passed myself off as a duke. That was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, but they only did the karaoke after we left.
5: What's in the drawer?
4: Fook pulls the drawer out of his bag of holding as they continue to ride through the streets.
2: This is uh, a drawer that you see on the outside. It looks pretty deep. And on the inside, uh, there's just a a small little area where there are a few folders that have to do with uh, his itinerary for like three months ago.
4: Fook moves aside those folders, stuffing them back into his bag of holding just in case they might be useful later. And looks for a way to get into that false bottom.
2: You don't see like a mechanism uh, but it seems like very thin wood.
4: Fook uses his gnomish strength and pulls the drawer apart.
2: The cabinet maker would cry to see his fine handiwork ripped asunder, and out of the bottom of this cabinet, this drawer, falls a velvet sack that thuds with what seems like intent on the floor of the chariot.
0: I don't want to be the one to say open the sack, but open the sack.
2: Open mm. the sack.
4: I want to open the sack. Open your sack. Fook picks up the sack and opens it, pouring out the contents into the palm of his hand.
2: There is a large, black, leather-bound book with a clasp.
0: Oh, it's just someone's diary. We probably shouldn't, we probably shouldn't look into someone's diary. It could be private secrets. It could be their crushes.
2: Fook opens the book.
0: Oh, that's not going to be,
2: that's no good. The clasp does not seem to want to release.
4: Fook knocks on it. Excuse me,
2: book?
5: Yeah, that's going to work.
4: Well,
2: you never know. One second, I've
3: got this. Finnick pulls out his dagger and shoves it into his hand.
5: What?
0: What? Couldn't you have tried maybe picking the lock? Because you're the erogous type.
5: How does that help open the book? I'm intimidating
2: the book. If a book could scoff.
4: Fook's fishing around in his bag for his magical opening device. Left a good job in the city, working for the man every night and day. But I never lost a minute of sleeping, worried about the way things might have been.
2: You can feel that the, that the lock is starting to go, just as though the magic is too powerful holding it closed.
4: Big wheel, keep on turning proud, proud mary, mary keep on, keep on burning, burning. as they're rolling through the streets, rolling. <laughs> rolling, rolling on the river. river
2: it's almost as though it's rolling. three quarters rolling. of the way there rolling rolling, rolling on, the on the river
4: okay
0: guys i'm gonna have to pull over before i sing because it's irresponsible to sing and drive no, no, at the same sing, time come on sing it just, sing oh, hold it. on oh. just take it over on the okay okay Big rolling, rolling keep on, on, burning. Burning. Proud mary, keep keep on burning. burning
4: proud mary keep on burning, burning. rolling
0: Rolling, rolling on the river.
2: And the clasp opens. It's
5: ridiculous.
1: (laughs) This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons-powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Starring Oliver Georgiou as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agata the Cleric, Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. This has been a Kicks and Giggles production created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell, with editing by Maddox Campbell, theme music by Derek Baldwin, and engineered by Andrea Miller. Find out more at cavernsandcomedians.com and please rate, share, and review the podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: I think we got to give Joe a minute.
2: Someone failed their composure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What exactly was it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. okay.
2: okay. I'm good. It was a fairly quiet <laughs> breakdown, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can still use all that.
5: that. Yeah. I thought I could contain it. No, just just,
0: definitely crippled you, but otherwise it's fine. <laughs> all right, I'm good. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also enjoy.
4: Once upon a time there was a gnome. Once upon a time there was an Once upon a time there was a little Once upon a time there was a Once upon a time there was a gnome Once upon a time there was a time there was a once upon a time there was an old rock Once upon a time 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 And no one lived happily ever after. Fairy tales for unwanted children. Find us on iTunes or at periodically.ca
2: Hey, Steve Griffin here. here. Don't turn this off yet. You've finally got to the
3: good part where we tell you about our podcast. It's called Kilted to Death, and it's an improv podcast where we saw... Made up. Murders. Not real ones. That would be so weird. We've had some great Toronto comedians as guests, including... Chris Locke. Alistair Ford, Jackie Pierco. Amanda Brooke Kevin Devin Hyland. Colin Munch. Nicole Passmore. James Hartnett. Chris Wilson. Our friend Aiden. Three different
0: guys named
3: Dave. Nobody
2: named Lucas. Sometimes you can hear the guys above us through the walls. I think one's named no Cam. No ghosts. Exclusively Ghost. And so many more. Search killed
0: to death on Facebook or iTunes. It's usually less than an hour.